Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. IRS provides tax relief for victims of California wildfires. October 15th deadline, other dates extended to December 15th. IR 2020-191, August 24th, 2020, Washington. Victims of the California wildfire that began August 14th now have until December 15th, 2020, to file various individual and business tax returns and make tax payments, the Internal Revenue Service announced today. The IRS is offering this relief to any area designated by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, as qualifying under individual assistance. Currently, this includes Lake, Monterey, Napa, San Mateo, Santa Cruz, uh, Soleno, Sonoma, and Yolo uh, counties in California, but taxpayers in uh, localities added later to the disaster area will automatically receive the same filing and payment relief. The current list is eligible uh, localities is always available on the disaster relief page on irs.gov. There's a link to the disaster relief page here. The tax relief postpones various tax filing and payment deadlines that occurred uh, starting on August 14, 2020. As a result, affected individuals and businesses will have until December 15, 2020 to file returns and pay any taxes that were originally due during this period. This means individuals who had a valid extension to file their 2019 uh, return uh, due to run out on October 15, 2020 will now have until December 15, 2020 to file. So, that's, so you'll recall the 2019 tax returns, the original deadline got pushed out from April 15th uh, to July 15th. And then if you filed an extension by July 15th, you have until October 15th. And so that's going to be the deadline that's going to now be pushed out for individuals that qualify here until um, the December. So uh, this means individuals who had a valid extension to file their 2019 return due to run out on October 15, 2020, will now have until December 15, 2020 to file. The IRS noted, however, that because tax payments related to these 2019 returns were due on July 15, 2020, those payments are not eligible for this relief. So just note, when they're thinking about the extension of the due dates, there's two things we're always thinking about here. Uh, when the when the return is due and when the payments are due so they're extending the due date for the return to be filed which could help and alleviate you know penalties and interest related to late uh, filing of the return but uh, the the payments were already due before that deadline um, it, because they're due when you file the extension in July so it looks like they're not going to be uh, given the relief on uh, the payments for the in this circumstance. Okay, back to the text. The December 15, 2020 deadline also applies to quarterly estimated income tax payments due on September 15, 2020 and quarterly payroll and uh, excise tax returns normally due on October 31st. So this will typically be done with uh, self-employed individuals will often have quarterly payments if you file a Schedule C and uh, you have to pay quarterly. So they're going to be pushing out one of the quarterly payments that would be for uh, September uh, out, uh, looks like, to uh, December 15th. And then certain payroll items, which, of course, would be there for business purposes as well, recording the payroll tax returns like the 941s. So back to the text. It also applies to tax-exempt organizations operating on a calendar year basis that have a valid extension due to run out on November 15, 2020. Businesses with extensions also have the additional time including, among others, calendar year corporations whose 2019 extension run out on October 15, 2020. 
In addition, penalties on payroll and excise tax deposits due after August 14th and before August 31st will be abated as long as the deposits are made by August 31st, 2020. The IRS Disaster Relief page, there's a link to that here, has details on other returns, payments, and tax-related actions qualifying for the additional time. The IRS automatically provides filing and penalty relief to any taxpayer with an IRS address of record located in the disaster area. Therefore, taxpayers do not need to contact the agency to get this relief. However, if an uh, affected taxpayer receives a late filing or late payment penalty notice from the IRS that has an original or extended filing payment or deposit due date uh, falling within the, post the postponement period, the taxpayer should call the number on the notice to have the penalty abated. So if you get a penalty for it, you get a, a letter from the IRS saying, hey, you got a late payment or late uh, filing type of penalty, and you're saying, hey, I'm in a disaster area, I should, I should have this automatic uh, extension of time and therefore not be subject to penalty and interest related to it. Note, you shouldn't get the letter if you, if you qualify because the IRS is going to automatically apply it based on your address. And if it's in the disaster area zone, you shouldn't get a letter. But if you do, then that's when you want to call the IRS and you call the IRS based on the number on the, on the letter typically. Uh, if you have any questions on the legitimacy of the letter, you might want to go to the IRS website uh, directly if you think it's spam or something like that. But uh, you, you typically, if you call the the, the the item on the letter related to the to the uh, penalty, then you may be able to get it abated in that situation. But again, they should do it automatically. You shouldn't get a letter if you're in the address zone uh, that's affected by this. So, in addition, the IRS will work with any uh, taxpayer who lives outside the disaster area, but whose records necessary to meet a deadline occurring during the postponement period are located in the affected area. Taxpayer qualifying for relief who live outside the disaster area need to contact the IRS at 866-562-5227. This also includes workers asso uh, assisting the relief activities who are uh, affiliated with a recognized government or a philanthropic organization. Individuals and businesses in a, a federally declared disaster area who suffered uninsured or unreimbursed disaster-related losses can choose to claim them on either the return for the year the loss occurred, in this instance 2020 return normally filed next year, so if it happened this year 2020 return typically filed in the following year, or return for the prior year 2019. So they could allow you to basically put it on the 2019 return, which is kind of nice because that might give you, you know, a benefit earlier. Uh, be sure to write uh, the FEMA, F-E-M-A, uh, declaration number, which is 4558 for California on any return claiming a loss. The publication 547 for details. There's the publication, a link to that publication here. The tax relief is part of the coordinated federal response to the damage caused by wildfire and is based on local damage assessments by FEMA. For information on disaster recovery, visit disasterassistance.gov. Uh, There's a link to that uh, here. There'll be a link to this in the description.